guys. Let us pray. Let's get started. Okay, dear kind and heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together this morning. Thank you for giving us your word, Lord. Thank you for guiding us to truth and understanding. May you pour out more wisdom on us. We all are falling short, Lord, and we need your guidance. We need your help. So we ask that you come into our hearts and this life today, that you direct us to truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, man. Um, amen, guys. Shall we jump? Shall we jump? Jump, 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 jump on. Let's jump to it. Let's jump to it, shall we? Let's jump to it. So, today, 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 we are, it is the ninth, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's the ninth. Today is February 9th, guys. We are reading Growth in Grace Begins at Home. Growth in Grace Begins Where? At Home. Okay, so we are reading Psalm 84 verse 11. Psalm 84 verse 11 says this. It says, the Lord will give grace and glory. Who gives us grace and glory, guys? Who gives us grace and glory? The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will be withhold from them that walk uprightly. Hear me and hear me clearly, guys. Hear me clearly. No good thing will be withhold from them that walk uprightly. If you are walking in the Lord, he is not going to hold back any good thing. You need a house, he'll give it to you. You need food, he'll give it to you. You need a job, he'll give it to you. You need a career, he'll give it to you. No good thing will be withheld from those who walk uprightly. And this is why we have to really, really search our own hearts, you know. We have to search our own hearts because if things are not coming, and I'm not saying he doesn't delay, it is always in his timing, right? It's always in God's timing. But if certain prayers that you've been praying for years and years and years have not come into fruition, maybe... It could be, I'm not saying it is, but search your heart. Are you walking uprightly? Because he says no good thing is going to be kept from you. No good thing is going to be withheld from you. So are you doing the second part in order to get the first part? That's what we have to do. And I'm, as I said, I'm not saying that this is going to speed up the process or anything like that. I'm saying that when we are praying prayers for years and years and years, maybe your children haven't come to Christ and you're still praying for those children. Maybe, you know, this is not happening. That's not happening. I shouldn't even do the children one because that's nothing to do with us. But you know what I mean? Maybe you've been praying a prayer for a long time, guys, and this is not working out. We need to make sure we are walking uprightly. We need to make sure we are doing what we need to do first in order for this thing to happen. Okay, let's go to the Bible. Let's go to the Bible. 
It's Psalm 84, verse 11. Yeah, this is 85. So 84 is here, guys. <laughs> and um, I want to... Yeah, we're going to read. We're just going to read. It says, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. What is he? He's our sun and our shield. He's our sun and our shield, guys. He protects us and he shines on us. He shines grace on us. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will be withhold from them that walk uprightly. He will give us grace. He will give us glory. Let me go to the devotion. Let's go to the devotion. Let's go to (laughs) the enemies in the house. The enemy is trying to be in the house, guys. (laughs) Let's read. Let's read. Okay. It says, there are many who don't, there are many who do not grow in grace because they fail of cultivating home religion. Wow. There are many who do not grow in grace because they fail of cultivating home religion. The members of the family are to show that they are in constant possession of a power received from Christ. They are to improve in every habit and practice thus showing that they keep constantly before them what it means to be a Christian. Why are we not growing in grace, guys? Why are we struggling with our faith? Why are we not seeing improvements in walking with the Lord? Why does it just seem to be hard, hard, hard all the time? Are we putting into practice good habits? Are we putting into practice putting before us what it actually means to follow Christ? Are we following Christ? Do we know who Christ is? Do we know what his beliefs are, what he stands for? This is how we grow. This is how we improve. This is how we grow in grace. It says those who are Christians in the home will be Christians in the church and in the world. (laughs) Where does it start, guys? Where does it start? Because we're not trusting him 100%. I hear you, T. We aren't. Do you know that? We don't trust him, you know. And I can say that honestly from my experience. Maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking to myself or for myself, should I say. But we don't trust him, guys. If we trusted him to the degree that we need to, think about it. Peter could walk on water by trusting in Jesus. He literally could walk on water with waves crashing around him and storms happening around him. He could walk on water. All he had to do was keep his eyes on Jesus. Do you trust Jesus like that? I'm going to put my hand up and say, I don't. (laughs) I want to. I want to, guys. You don't understand. I really want to, but I don't. I don't have that sense of trust that I need to have. And it's Unless you have that full, unadulterated trust in him, we can't keep this in our minds. We can't keep constantly before us what it means to be a Christian because we truly don't believe in it. We don't. 
It says those who are Christians in the home will be Christians in the church and in the world. It starts in the home, guys. It says grace can thrive only in the heart that is being constantly prepared for the precious seeds of truth. You will grow in grace. How? By accepting truth. By accepting truth. By hearing truth. Being hearers of truth, guys. And then applying the truth to their lives. We grow in grace. It says the forms of sin will grow in any soil. No one is protected from being a sinner. We can all sin. The forms of sin will grow in any soil. They need no cultivation. They need no prepping. You know, see weeds grow everywhere. Weeds grow everywhere, guys. As soon as there's soil, there's weeds. As soon as there's soil, there is weeds, right? And I just, you know, God is so good, man. I'm telling you, God is so good. You can't say you don't know that God is alive or there is a God because he shows us in nature just how we need to act. You plant you plant seeds, you see fruit grow, you see plants grow, but there's always weeds. There's always weeds. What do weeds do? Or what are weeds trying to do, guys? They're trying to choke out the good flowers. They're trying to take over the soil and remove the nutrients and the the potential for growth from the good flowers, from the good fruit. It's the same with sin. The sin in our lives is like weeds in gardens. If we want to live lives where we can grow like good plants, like good seeds, we need to remove the weeds. The weeds are choking us. But you know what? We don't need to remove the weeds, do we? We don't need to remove the weeds. Who is the harvest man? Who is the harvest man? Who is the cultivator? Who? Who's the harvest man? (laughs) We don't need to remove the weeds, guys. We don't need to remove the weeds. Who is the harvest man? Jesus. Jesus is the harvest man. So we we don't even need to remove them ourselves because when you look at it in nature, do flowers pick up the roots? Do, sorry, do flowers pick up the weeds? No, there is a harvest man, there is a farmer, there is someone else who does that, who does that. And that's Jesus, but we have to allow him to do it. We have to allow him. It says, they need no cultivation, but grace must be carefully cultivated. Sin doesn't need no cultivation. Sin doesn't need no nutrients. It doesn't need no um, water. It doesn't need anything. It grows on its own. But grace needs to be carefully cultivated. It needs to be protected. Those seeds, those flowers need to be protected and cultivated and nurtured and watered. Yeah? It says the briars and fawns are always ready to spring up. The briars and the fawns, the weeds and the fawns are always ready to spring up. And the work of purification must advance continually. 
you know, I was listening to something the other day, guys, and it's literally like this, you know. Say like, let me just give you an example. I'm going to use myself as an example. Say like, um, I overcome my sugar habit that I have, yeah? So I can't overcome it. Do you think that if I wasn't eating sugars, let's just say I didn't eat sugar for like six months, yeah? Do you think that means that that sugar addiction is gone? Do you think it's gone, guys? Do you think it's gone? Like, do you think, oh, that's it. She's got through six months. That's it. She's fine. She's never going to go back to that state again. Do you think that's the case? No. I still have a high potentiality to go back to right in the beginning because the sin, the issue hasn't gone away. It's just dormant. It's just being what? It's just being settled. It's the weeds have just been pulled out, but they can still uproot. Remember, it needs no cultivation. It needs no watering. They can spring up at any time and they are ready to spring up at any time, which is why the work of overcoming these battles that we're trying to overcome is continuous. You can't take your eyes off of it. And I know it sounds very depressing, but I'm, it does get easier, obviously. The more you're on it, the more you're focused, the more you're staying in Christ, it gets easier, but it is a continual effort until Jesus comes. We are not going to be able to fully say we have overcome these issues, these sins, because they lay dormant. Some of them lay dormant for a long time. And then they spring up right when you think you've you know, you've solved the problem. You've got a handle on it. They spring up. We are, we are falling short guys all the time of what we need to do. That's why we need to stay close to Jesus. That's why it's not once saved, always saved. We have to stay close to him because we all have the potential to go back to the sins that we were doing before. All of us, it says the work of purification must advance continually that which will make the character lovely in the home is that which will make it lovely in the heavenly mansions. We said this yesterday, didn't we? We said this yesterday, guys. The character that makes you lovely in your home is the same character that will make you lovely in heaven. If you are not living the lifestyle, if you your character is not becoming in your home, it won't be becoming in heaven. You'll, you'll put people off. I mean, for one, sin cannot reside in heaven. It's not happening there again. But for the other reason is that it's not going to be becoming. It's not going to keep people um, wanting to be around you. It says, if you are to be the light of the world, that light is to shine in your home. It says here you are to exemplify the Christian graces, to be lovable, patient, kind, yet firm. This is my thing, you know, guys, I really do try with my children. I really do try. Sometimes I think to myself, am I snappy? You know, my son, he's so funny. He says, mum, you moan too much, you know, and I hear him because you know what? He's not, he's not one of those boys. I'd say you have to moan. I'm not even joking, guys. Like I definitely think he keeps me in check because he's not like, I can't explain it. You know, when people, like if I say something to Tyrese, he'll do it. 
Like, I don't have to argue with him. I say, Tyrese, can you do that? He'll do it. Sometimes, though, I get frustrated that I have to ask in the first place. I think that's what it is. I get frustrated that I have to even ask. But if I ask him, he'll do it. And I have to realise as well, you know, I'm very much aware he's not a believer. I think he believes in God, but I don't think he's like a full believer, you know. He's not trying to get to heaven, basically. But I think to myself, how do I look to him as someone who is saying they're a Christian, talking about Christianity, you know, has a whole live about Christianity? How do I look to him? Am I being patient? Am I someone who, you know, you'd want to be around for eternity with? That kind of thing is how we have to see with our children, because they are a true reflection of us guys. They're a true reflection. They can see us when we're sad, miserable, happy. You know, they see us in our true nakedness. Other people don't see you like that. Your your workmates don't see you like that. People on the internet don't see you like that. Your children see everything, everything. And we have to be an example. We have to exemplify how Christians really need to be with our children. We have to be firm, but lovable firm but patient firm but kind some of us aren't very kind to our kids you know we're not kind it says you need to seek constantly the highest of culture of mind and soul the highest culture of mind and soul as a humble child of God learn in the school of Christ Seek constantly to improve your powers that you may do the most perfect, thorough work at home by both precept and example. By both precept and example, we need to be doing work how? Through the word. What does the Bible say? And then we have to be the example. It says, let the light of heavenly grace irradiate your character and there will be sunlight in the home. Let the light of heavenly grace irradiate your character and there may be sunlight in the home. We can't change our children. We can't force them to believe what we believe or to do what we want them to do or to even act the way we would like them to act, guys. But I'm telling you, this statement here is so true. If we irradiate that character, if we submit and surrender our will to Christ, our character will be sunlight. Our character will be loving. Our character will be patient because we'll have his character. We'll have his character. You know, it says the measure of your Christianity is gauged by the character of your home life. Hey! (laughs) Did you hear that, guys? It says the measure of your Christianity, how you stand up, as a Christian, is gauged by the character of your home life? What report would your children give you? How, out of 10, what do you think your children would give you about your faith? Out of 10? Yikes, I'd I'd be scared to ask mine. (laughs) It says the grace of Christ enables its possessors 
to make the home a happy place full of peace and rest. You know, thank God for Christ. Thank you, Jesus, is all I can say, because his grace, his ability, his powers, his love is what enables us to be possessors. Without him, we will fall short all the time. It doesn't matter how many times we try, we'd fall short. But with his grace, it enables us to make the home a happy place. With Christ in the home, it will be happy. It will be full of peace. It will be full of rest, guys. Amen. Amen. That was sweet. That was so sweet. I think we sometimes forget. I think we had a story, not forget, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I think we had a um a similar devotion to this the other day. Do you remember where it said about praying in the home? I don't know if you guys remember. It was it was about praying in the home and um you know how um devotion starts in the home or something like that. I can't remember. And it said don't go out. You shouldn't be going out of your home to witness to other people, set up ministries to other people if you are not ministering to your children. The ministry starts at home. God has given us children as a reward, as a blessing. And he's entrusted us with these children that we raise them according to his word, right? So we can't forsake the ministry in the home for ministry out in the streets and out in the world. That is not where we need to start. We should go there, but it starts in the home. And this is the same thing. How do we stand up as a Christian? Sometimes it's because our family, I don't know, man, I don't even want to say it, but sometimes we're just scared to um, to be this type of person in the home. It's easier to to kind of like show it to other people. I don't know, guys. I don't know. What do you think? Anyway. That is our stud, guys. Growth in growing grace 